Hello, everybody. Welcome to a very special edition of Ringside Radio. It's the Ringside Radio 2013 End of the Year Awards. You're here with Grim Chorizo, Sloppy Joe, Katrina Cena, and Frank the Tank. Yeah, we got this guy back. Yeah, he's back in state. So, uh, this is a, a new thing we're going to do. So, could go terrible, but I think it'll be okay. We let's we've got a lot of nominees and a lot of categories to get through, so let's just uh, get to it. Our first category is best pay-per-view of the year. WWE puts on twelve pay-per-views a year. Some of them great, some of them not so great. <laughs> but we narrowed it down to four of what we think were all big hits. So here are the nominees: Money in the Bank. SummerSlam, Payback, and WrestleMania. And the winner is Payback. Yeah. So they were all they were all great pay-per-views, wouldn't you say? Uh, yep. We watched watched all of them, but there was just something about Payback that. Stood out. It was a solid card. All of, everything about it was great. You had the the double turn from Ziggler and Del Rio, Cena and Ryback in a three stages of hell, the return of CM Punk to his hometown against Jericho of all people, Curtis Axel winning the title on Father's Day, AJ and Caitlin putting on one of the best Divas matches in a long time. So mm-hmm. we just felt it was the best pay per view of the year. Well, and one of the big things from that pay-per-view, I think, is it was from it was in Chicago, and any time there's a show in Chicago, you know the crowd is going to be ready to go, and they're going to bring it. They're going to bring it from the first match till the very end, and uh, they definitely delivered. It it was a it was a fantastic show. Definitely, definitely. And the next category is debut of the year. We have and the nominees are. Fandango, The Wyatt Family, Xavier Woods, Curtis Axel, and Los Matadores. And the winner is The Wyatt Family. And we chose them because we just thought that that out of all the people that had debuted this year, they had the biggest impact out of everyone who came, so... It was a uh, memorable debut. They have been showing the vignettes for mm-hmm. months in advance and them to finally show up and just decimate Kane. To finally see them on TV, it was just, you know, it was uh, very memorable. As far as Bray Wyatt's uh, debut match, it was not as memorable, but mm-hmm. the uh, the debut of them actually showing up, I think, was definitely a big Big moment in 2013. Who did he face in his debut match? Uh, I can't it was, remember. It was against Kane in an infer- Kane? or a uh, Ring of Fire match. Oh my gosh! Oh, yes. And it yeah. just was not right. what it could have been. But uh, them showing up was great. I would like to say, as far as uh, debuts, that uh, Fandango probably had the biggest debut match, it being at WrestleMania yeah. against Chris Jericho and winning. Yes. But Definitely. as far as I think, just the Wyatt family's arrival was just. Great. Well, I think it was very highly anticipated, especially with um, the vignettes. 
as you talked about earlier, they were very eerie. Mm-hmm. They just kind of made you uncomfortable, and it made you wonder, you know, what what these guys were going to bring to the table. And I know, especially Grimm had seen, you had seen a lot of, or at least some of their stuff on NXT. Yeah. So you knew they were a force to be reckoned with there. So it was, um, you know, it was highly anticipated moment, you know, waiting for their arrival to see what they would bring to the table in WWE, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, our next category is the most cringeworthy moment of the year. <sighs> And here are our nominees. We have Paul Heyman's proposal to Ryback. JBL, Michael Cole, and Jerry Lawler taking selfies on Raw. 3MB, Santino, Hornswoggle, and the Great Khali's Snake Charming segment. And Randy Orton forgetting his line during a promo. All very cringeworthy. But... Say something stupid. <laughs> our winner is... Paul Heyman's proposal to Ryback. And I just recall all of us, or at least most of us, were, were watching this. And just... There, it, was just it was so uncomfortable. It was just... <laughs> <laughs> I think we kind of... I, I think we described it as awkward. And it was oh. just so mm-hmm. weird. And I just, I just remember just... Uh, Cringing. I yes. mean, we, it was mm-hmm. it was terrible. It was, the fact that it was Paul Heyman too, just and Ed Ryback, just it, it was. Oh gosh. And the whole kissing Ryback. <laughs> that and, was just. Yeah. yeah. No. Luckily, I did not see this one. So you're uh, actually lucky in that regard because <laughs> it was it was awkward, and the crowd actually chanted, "This is awkward." Yes. <laughs> that that alone. Makes it makes it a win. Definitely makes it the uh, most cringeworthy moment. Definitely. Yeah. Our next category is Tag Team of the Year. And the nominees are Cody Rhodes and Goldust. The Usos. Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. The Real Americans. And finally, Team Hell No. And the winners are... Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Um, we've always been big fans of the Shield from day one, I would say. Uh, mm-hmm. So this was a pretty easy pick uh, from our standpoint. And then you have Tyler Black slash Seth Rollins, who is one of uh, Katrina's guys. So mm-hmm. yes. uh, there's no doubt why we picked them. Plus, you have the spear. You know, it's kind of yeah. Uh, definitely, uh, they just stood above the rest because of their impact mm-hmm. long-term. The Rhodes, definitely making a huge impact now, but, uh, just long-term, R- Rollins and Reigns as a tag team just worked very well. Team Hell No definitely needed to be included because of their, uh, not just their entertaining, hilarious, you know, segments, but their ability to be a odd tag team just seemed to be a big part of 2013, mm-hmm. be it the first mm-hmm. half. And it really brought the credit back to the tag team division. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. They're some of my guys, but the Usos have really, mm-hmm. um, really yes. done some fantastic things this year. And really, the Real Americans have, too. Oh, They've yeah. definitely gotten over with the crowd, yes. both of those teams. So um, we definitely had some good choices on here. It maybe wasn't necessarily the easiest pick, but with Rollins and Reigns, 
you know, having such a uh, dominant title reign too for mm-hmm. a part of 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think I think that's what really stood out to me was that they had they had the titles for so long, and then now Cody Rhodes and Goldust have them, and the Usos are great. And oh. I'm not a huge fan of the Real Americans, but neither of them have had the titles yet. Right. So. Yeah. So I guess we'll have to see who the tag team of 2014 could be because Real Americans are starting to get some momentum now. But uh, let's move on to our next category, the most improved of the year. Here are the nominees. Fandango. Brie Bella. Biggie Langston. And Damian Sandow. And the winner is... Damien Sandow. So uh, all the people here on this list obviously uh, improved a lot to our standpoint. They just uh, caught our eye like, wow, there's definite improvement here. Uh, Brie Bella really uh, definitely has been improving. Actually seems like she wants to be better, which I think is great. But uh, the fact, just Damien Sandow, especially around when he turned on Cody at Money in the Bank, Mm -hmm. just really, there was a Definite notice uh, notice of difference from his in-ring ability and his just uh, his character seemed to evolve uh, mm-hmm. definitely. So, well, and his match with Cena when he cashed in was yes was mm-hmm. incredible. So yeah. that really set him above everyone else too. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Definitely was a banner year for Sandow, mm-hmm. and even though his cash in was not successful. He definitely mm-hmm. proved himself worthy of carrying the briefcase yep. and definitely eventually being a world champion, yep. mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. So and the I next agree. category is... Okay. Most shocking moment of the year. Mark Henry's retirement speech. Triple H turns on Daniel Bryan. Damian Sandow wins Money in the Bank. And Dolph Ziggler... And the Alberto Del Rio double turn. And the winner is Mark Henry's retirement speech. We chose this just because it, it literally shocked all of us. We thought he was really going to retire. He brought his kids and he left his boots on the stage and then he cried, legitimately yeah, cried, cried on then, TV. Yeah, and then not yeah. like Big Show crying, yeah. like legit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Show taught him just, <laughs> crying lessons backstage. Yeah. Could be. And then he just delivered that world's strongest slam to Cena, and everybody was mind was blown. Everybody thought he was really retiring. So it, it yeah. was definitely yeah. shocking. Um, I I was actually in tears. Yeah. Because you know Mark Henry, he may not have you know may not have been my favorite all these years, but he's been around a long time, and so just just to see that in him, like pouring his heart out, mm-hmm. it just. I, I believed every second of it. I bought every second of it. And I remember one of my um, one of my indie guys, Christian Rose, actually tweeted um, saying that he bought it hook, line, and mm-hmm. sinker. And I, I remember thinking, you know, anybody who says they didn't buy it probably wasn't being mm-hmm. honest. Yep. It was so, it seemed so legitimate, so real. Definitely. It was, uh, whew, I, I thought for sure it's like, man, that he's retiring. I, I didn't even think about Mm-hmm. That it was an angle, but man, as the, although all the nominees there is the double turn that was uh, that I remember being like, wait, what just happened? But this uh, retirement, 
thing, wow. Mm-hmm. It was... Mark Henry deserves an Oscar for that uh, yeah. <laughs> that acting there. Yeah, yeah definitely. He definitely does. It's, uh, it's going to kind of ruin other retirements, though, because then you're going to be like, yeah. oh, <laughs> is, this, is this an angle? Is, this like, real? yeah, is he really yeah. retiring? And he it's actually like, retires. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be like, wait, <laughs> is this real or not real now? Like, hmm. And the thing that got me is I saw results online because I watched it late. And I still was convinced that he was going to retire watching right. it. So, so. so you knew better, but yeah, it was yeah. still convincing. Yeah, and I was still convinced. I'm like, okay, that was just an old picture or something. But yeah. nope. It- <laughs> yeah. And how about, so. I think he like put he put his boots on yep. the, yeah. uh, on the stage. I just remember being like, This is going to be a tough Mark one. Henry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And the crowd was even behind him. There was chanting thank you. and So yeah, he really shocked everybody. I think mm-hmm. so too, definitely. All right, let's go ahead and bring our next category in. This is the NXT Superstar of the Year. And, of course, NXT is something that really has become more mainstream this Mm -hmm. year. Um, You can kind of watch it. Is it every Wednesday online? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really just shows you what these up-and-coming stars can do and kind of shows you the future of WWE, gives you a glimpse into that. So our nominees for NXT Superstar of the Year are... O Dallas, Sammy Zayn, Adrian Neville, and Corey Graves. And our winner is Sammy Zayn. Now, Sammy Zayn is somebody that I actually, um, being a Ring of Honor fan, I saw him as El Generico before. And that's a bit of a breaking of the fourth wall, but at this point, I don't really care. It's our podcast, and we can say what we want. <laughs> but, um, no, I just, uh, I remember seeing him in ROH, just, you know, matches. I never actually saw him in person. But just thinking, wow, this guy is phenomenal. And when um, when I heard he got signed by WWE and they were taking the mask off of him, I was like, oh, my goodness, I can't do that. He's El Generico. That, that's who he is. But it's really not. You know, he's he's not defined by that because he has definitely proven his worth in NXT. He's had some of the most mm-hmm. phenomenal matches that I've seen there or anywhere else. Um, not to take away from, from anybody else, but he's just he's so talented. He's very athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, he's definitely got what it takes, and I, I can't wait to see what they do with him when, when he's on the main roster. Yep. He, uh... I know I actually was at a game store and there was a guy who was I didn't know who he was but he, he uh, saw my wrestling shirt and he, we ended up getting into a conversation it was right around the time Sami Zayn was going to debut and uh, the guy was just like oh I just hope they don't ruin him uh, taking off his mask and everything but they didn't, he's he's perfectly fine mm-hmm. and uh, he's making a legacy already in NXT so big things to come from him alright our next category is Promo of the Year. Our first nominee is AJ Lee, Pipe Bombshell. I have saved your Divas Division. I have shattered glass ceilings. I have broken down doors. I earned this championship. And no matter, no matter how many red carpets you guys want to walk in your $4,000 ridiculous heels, you will never be able to lace up my Chuck Taylors. CM Punk, Pre-Royal Rumble. It doesn't matter if you're the best wrestler. It doesn't matter if you're the best talker. It doesn't matter if you're the best overall performer. It doesn't matter if you make the two clowns sitting to my left on commentary look like amateur hour. 
There is a glass ceiling and nobody is allowed to break it. That's the simple story of this place. John Cena and Daniel Bryan, pre-SummerSlam. I think you are a parody of wrestling. I am proud of what I've done here. I am proud of who I am. And I am proud of what I've become. How could you understand the hunger, understand the desire that I have for holding that WWE Championship just once? And CM Punk and Paul Heyman on Raw July 22nd. Show me a hero and I'll show you a coward that ran out of options or a fool who was just too stupid to stay down. So what are you, punk? Are you a coward or are you a fool? And the winner is John Cena and Daniel Bryan. Um, at least for me, uh, this promo was one of the best I've ever seen. Uh, both of them went back and forth, and the only thing we kept wondering was, why is Miz on the TV? <laughs> um, <laughs> but Daniel Bryan had passion beyond compare. And then John Cena came right back with even more passion and firing back at what Daniel Bryan said at him because Daniel Bryan said he didn't have passion for the wrestling part. John Cena said, yes, I did, and and proved that he did. And then they just went back and forth and ended with a slap, and it was just all around great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was... I, I remember, like, legitimately getting, like... Goosebumps from the yeah. uh, mm-hmm. the passion coming from both. Like, mm-hmm. I think that was one of the first times you really got to see Daniel Bryan get to come out like that because, uh, my gosh, it was his biggest. Like he said, biggest match of his life, and he was just not holding back. And and then Cena bringing up, like you said, but just as much passion, just as much. It it mm-hmm. built the match up. So much, and uh, it will be remembered yeah. by far. And of course, yeah, the Miz should have just kind of walked out of there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, he, he should have realized he had nothing significant yeah. to say compared to what was actually going on. Yeah, and then I think it also like kind of got at me when uh, John Cena talked about his Make a Wish mm-hmm. and how he was thanked by this dad about how he serves as like for this little kid fighting, and I've I've been through that myself and looked up to wrestlers myself and fought harder because I wanted to be like them. So it kind of stuck at me and like his passion through that really showed and I really liked it. Yep. And those being my two favorite guys, Mm -hmm. like I just Mm -hmm. remember being like in an emotional battle when it was going on because, you know, Brian was talking and I'm like, how dare you say my John (laughs) doesn't have passion? And then Cena's saying something about, hey, you need to get your facts straight and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, hey, don't talk to Brian like that. (laughs) I'm just like, oh, what do I do? You you don't say that. Don't say that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I just remember being very conflicted, but just being completely um, captivated by what they were saying because it was Mm -hmm. such an impassioned... uh, you know, thing that, from both of them. And mm-hmm. uh, like you said, just having chills, like goosebumps, yeah. as they were talking about different things. It just mm-hmm. really is something that really um, connected with, with, I think, everybody on, on mm-hmm. an, like, an emotional mm-hmm. level. Yep. 
And I just remember being so engrossed into that promo that I, like, I dropped everything that I was doing and just cannot keep my eyes off of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know. They're, they're so. How can you not keep yeah. your eyes off yeah. <laughs> Just the intensity of it. That beard. It's so, it's so big. Miss, get off TV. Yeah. <laughs> Miss, why are you there? But yeah. We will move on now to our next category. This is the grossest <laughs> moment of the year. So, here are our nominees. And I'd like to say some of these things you might not have known happened, but they did. Number one, starting off with a bang here, CM Punk shits himself. (laughs) Triple H pisses himself. (laughs) Titus O'Neil pukes on SmackDown. And Total Divas exists. (laughs) Although all of those are terribly gross, just utterly disgusting, and should not be seen by human eyes and put on live TV, the grossest moment, in our opinion, is CM Punk crapping his pants on live... Not live, it was SmackDown, but television. It's live. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, why don't we address some of these? Because I don't know if... Okay, so CM Punk wrestled Dean Ambrose back a few weeks ago, and he actually, uh... He, uh, hooped his pants, his tights that he was wearing, and uh, I didn't... I I didn't know is is, uh, true until there's a part where he's down on the mat, and he's like, you know, he's on his butt, and he gets back up, and you can actually see it on, on the... In the ring, you can see on the canvas, uh, and it's just funny because after you knew what happened, every time you see Ambrose's face, you're just yes. like, he has got to be just so disgusted. And Punk, like, you, oh my god, you just and he like your... <laughs> Dean Ambrose like looked like he was gonna puke. Yeah. He was like, oh gosh. Well, and another thing is the fact that the match was amazing, and it was like probably 15 minute match. They went through a whole match with crap <laughs> on the ground, like. But and didn't you say at one point, CM Punk like. Suplex Ambrose onto, yeah, was like onto, onto, onto it. the poop. Yeah. Because he went for the uh, the Macho Man elbow and, you know, he had to lay somewhere. Of course, I think maybe Punk was just doing it to, you know, Be like, hey, I pooped. I'm, you're going to lay in it. And then he <laughs> suplexed him right into it. Either way. And just in case uh, you don't know what I'm talking about, Triple H uh, pissing himself. But it was when he came back to uh, attack Brock Lesnar, there was a point you can notice he's wearing jeans and it is he has a very large wet spot, and apparently in an interview he addressed it saying, I will I'll, uh, always make sure to go to the bathroom before I go out for a uh, out for a segment. Oh, so that that happened. I, I can't believe that in 2013 we had somebody crapping themselves and peeing themselves right next to each other, but uh, thank you both of you for those great moments. You'll be remembered. And just to add one thing to the punk thing, nobody would have known about punk pooping himself if he didn't acknowledge it himself. True. He tweeted it himself saying, this poop just got real. He said, this poop ain't funny. This poop ain't fun anymore. Yeah. And then uh, it was said later that, yeah, he he crapped himself. So yeah, it would have never been known unless he acknowledged it himself. Ambrose (laughs) is so scary, he makes people poop themselves. (laughs) I gotta say, our honorable mention for this category, though, would probably go to the fact that Total Divas exists yeah. on television. Oh. <laughs> it's... Uh, I have a confession. That's actually my uh, favorite show. Oh, shut up. Leave. It's no. awful. It's terrible. And, like... <laughs> <laughs> 
Just kidding. No one take that seriously. I'm being sarcastic. He's lying. I'm not lying. <laughs> Anyways, right. on to our next category. <laughs> the next category is Faction of the Year. And our nominees are The Wyatt Family, 3MB, The Authority, The Paul Heyman Guys, and The Shield. And the winner is The Shield. Boom. <laughs> and we, we chose them just because of how big of an impact they've had all year. Like, they've, they've main evented so many matches. They've had so many incredible matches. And they've, they've really, honestly, almost done it all in a year span. <laughs> so, they, yeah, they, and they just had the biggest impact out of everyone, all the factions this year, so. Yep. We've got some impressive factions on here, yeah. really, um, because a lot of these, well, there's 3 and B, but <laughs> at least they're on TV. That's more than a lot of people on the roster can say. But the rest of these guys have really just kind of come in and, and really been dominant or been a prominent part of television. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But The Shield has definitely kind of been head and shoulders above the rest, especially with their, you know, their title reigns mm-hmm. and... Dean Ambrose's, which is still ongoing, but mm-hmm. um, Rollins and Reigns having a very impressive tag team title reign. And uh, just, I don't know, it just, I think it gets people excited. Their entrance, and, yeah. you know, from the time mm-hmm. they come out to the time they leave, I think everybody's kind of engrossed in what they're doing, whether you love them or whether you hate them. I think everybody has probably feel strongly about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They kind of, I think, command that. So it's a yeah. rare quality, but it's something that has definitely. Led to them having a very impressive 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just the fact that uh, when you didn't think they could get any bigger and better, it, it happened. I mean, the things they were doing, like he said, main eventing, uh, Raws, having just the best match on the show mm-hmm. every night, no matter who they're against. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they were they had mo- uh, segments or matches against the likes of The Rock, The Undertaker... Uh, John Cena, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton, The Big Show at WrestleMania, just it just kept getting bigger and bigger. And oh, Kane and Daniel Bryan, Team Hell No, Kofi, all these people having amazing matches with, and it just kept getting bigger until they, they won their gold. And still, I mean, they're starting to have a little tensions, but they're still powerful, undefeated until June. Coming in in November and being undefeated until June as a trio that is impressive, mm-hmm. very Definitely. impressive. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our next category. We have the most extreme moment of the year. Our nominees are Ryback spears John Cena through the Extreme Rule set. John Cena gives Ryback the attitude adjustment through an ambulance. CM Punk gets revenge on Paul Heyman at Hell in a Cell. And finally, Sheamus goes through a ladder at Money in the Bank. And our winner is John Cena does the attitude adjustment to Ryback through an ambulance. And this was just something that I think was was a moment that none of us can really say that we've seen happen. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen stuff on 
I remember Cena and JBL had an I Quit match back in 2005 where there was like a semi truck involved, yeah. and Cena actually took the smokestack off and hit JBL with it. Still one of my favorite matches. I just watched that match one week ago. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's still one of my favorite matches. But so we've seen a lot of, of randomness. We've seen pieces of the set being used, um, and of course we've seen ambulance matches mm-hmm. or things like mm-hmm. that. But um, and I've seen you know battling on top of the ambulance. But I think this is honestly the first time we've seen somebody actually go through yeah. the roof mm-hmm. of the ambulance. So, yeah. just something um, something unexpected that... I mean, I didn't expect it anyway. No. When they're up there, I'm just like, oh, you know, your typical battle on top of the ambulance that you usually see mm-hmm. during one of these matches. But yeah. for someone to actually go through the roof of it was was definitely cool. Yeah. So... It's inventive. From my boy John Cena. <laughs> yeah, very cool. And in the day and age where it's a lot of people think, well, okay, it's PG, you won't see some of the extreme <clears throat> things we've uh, seen before, which is true, but to see things like... That and everything we listed, even uh, Ryback's spear through the the set and stuff, it's cool to see that kind of st- this you know stuff. Obviously, people like Jeff Hardy who would do whatever it takes to <laughs> do anything put, to <laughs> put their body on the line. Where an extreme moment was almost every night. It's you know to still have great moments like that is mm-hmm. just awesome. Our next category is NXT Match of the Year. The nominees are. Antonio Cesaro versus Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn versus Adrian Neville. Paige versus Natalia. And Adrian Neville versus Corey Graves. And the winners are Antonio Cesaro versus Sami Zayn. Um, for me, this match could have won best match overall on any of the shows. Um, True. They. I'm not a huge fan of Antonio, uh, but that's more for his gimmick and his talking. But I have to admit, his in, in-ring work is amazing. Um, and they put on a great match. It was high-flying, uh, in outside of the ring, um, several like flips into pins and reversals, reversals yeah. and... Yeah. There was one where uh, it looked like Zayn was going to get, like, power bombed onto the ground, and he did, like, a flip and into a pin. It was insanely... Phenomenal. Insanely yeah. good. Going and back were, to why he's the uh, superstar of the year. Yeah, and there were <laughs> there were several moments when uh, all of us were just like, did that really just happen? Like, we had to replay uh, it. We actually and, did. We went mm-hmm. back and watched yeah. some of the spots again just because, yeah. you know, they, like, defy gravity and yeah. logic mm-hmm. and athletic ability. So, yeah. like, I can't wait until uh, Sami Zayn gets to the main roster so we can see uh, more of this on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm fortunate and lucky enough to be able I, uh, have a have a good chance to watch... NXT on a weekly basis for the most part, and usually these guys come by and we try to, you know, catch up on and stuff. So I, uh, the thing about NXT is there's so many match of the year candidates, but these ones just seem to stand out. And Sami Zayn, I mean, not not trying to just say too much about him, but the fact that him and Cesaro matching Cesaro's Mm -hmm. strength with his high-flying ability, like, it and was agility. a perfect, and mm-hmm. the match was actually a two out of three falls match, which adds mm-hmm. to the intensity. It was a uh, you know tied at one and one, and then uh, Cesaro got the win on that one, I believe. And mm-hmm. but 
Great match. Great. Great match. And, and I just want to add, just the sheer strength of Cesaro being able to suplex him from the apron into the ring. Yes. That's just... It's, it's, it's pretty much impossible, yeah. but then there's this yeah. guy. And the whole yeah. jumping around the turnbuckle yeah. to dive. Yeah. If you yeah. haven't seen the match, you have to watch it. It is you really just, yeah. truly you really just amazing. Said. You will mm-hmm. see things you did not know possible. and mm-hmm. That's your homework for this week, yeah. viewers and listeners. Watch all all of the matches we said. But, but especially this one. Yes. Yeah. Definitely yeah. takes the cake. Yes. Not you know The rest were, were great matches, too. And we've seen all of them probably yeah. at least a couple times yeah. each. But So now, uh, you know, got... Got a decent amount, and we're gonna take a very short intermission. Just kind of, we got a break. The tank, I think, wants to read some read some fan mail now. Hello, you idiots forgot to mention that I predicted the winner of TLC, and everyone else was wrong, especially Joseph, you fatty. Yours truly, Frank the Tank. <laughs> well, so much hate. Yeah. Uh, and we, we let you on our show. On I'm our not show. sure why. So, uh, gonna segue into the biggest return of the year as we return back to our topic here. Oh, 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 oh. So, <laughs> this is the biggest return of 2013. There were a lot of yeah, that was pretty oh good. Oh gosh, wasn't it? that was funny. We had uh, we had uh, a lot of a lot of people returning at different times. We had the nominees being Rob Van Dam. Gold Dust, Chris Jericho, Rey Mysterio, and Mark Henry. And the winner is Gold Dust. So, Gold Dust actually returned back in uh, January at the Royal Rumble, and it was a big surprise. But the return here that we're mainly talking about is his return to full in-ring action, which he's in right now. Uh, this was actually, I thought, pretty difficult because you had Chris Jericho making a phenomenal surprise, completely yeah. secret, no one knew return at Royal Rumble in the number two slot against Ziggler, who he had been feuding with throughout 2012. So it was a perfect. Just perfect uh, mm-hmm. thing. So I want to, you know, I wanted to pick mm-hmm. him, but uh, Gold Dust just uh, not just the return itself and how it came back. You know, the family moment with his brother Cody and Dad Dusty. Just the fact that he's getting, he's on week in week out, getting better and better, and now he's a tag team champion. It's just mm-hmm. a huge return. And then RVD. I think these guys can attest when they announced <laughs> Rob Van Dam's return at Money in the Bank. They announced it at Payback. I was in shock. I was I was so <laughs> His excited. his reaction was pretty awesome. Yeah. I wish we could get it on film. It was great. I apparently it was good. I dropped my phone in salsa, so <laughs> it, was, it was worth it. But uh RVD's was definitely very high up there. Part of it is that he, it was a short reigned return. I'm sure he'll be back, but mm-hmm. RVD was very close behind, I'd have to say. I, I would agree. Well and Goldust just really had an impressive year and, mm-hmm. and obviously he's set up to have a successful 2014 as well. Mm -hmm. But just, you know, his brother, who is... They're almost even a generation apart. Mm -hmm. um, Because Mm -hmm. Goldust started wrestling when I was... um, I mean, I was little. I was maybe just a couple years old. Tyler Black was only one. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, that's the year I was born. So there you you have it. Goldust (laughs) started wrestling the year I was born. Cody Rhodes is my age. 
So that kind of gives you, puts it into perspective, the age gap between these two brothers. And just the fact that he can get in the ring and not only hang in there with his brother, but perform on the same level Mm -hmm. as Cody and the guys in the ring who are, you know, much younger than him. And um, I just think he really has proven his worth this year. And they've used him much more wisely than they've ever used him mm-hmm. before. Um, in years past, he's been more been like a sideshow or a, you know a part of the Attitude Era where he did some very edgy and questionable things in the um, mid to late nineties. Mm-hmm. And but now I just feel like you actually see his talent and ability shining through rather than him being a sideshow in gold paint. Mm-hmm. So it's this this reign or this run that he's had has been much more respectable, I mm. think, than than any of his other work that he's had in the business. So I'm I'm very glad that he's finally been able to achieve what he deserves. And the Absolutely. crowd's just been so behind him since Definitely. he's returned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But speaking of the crowd, that kind of leads into our next category. The next category is Crowd Train of the Year. And the first one is Yes, Yes, Yes. We are awesome from the New Jersey crowd. We are awesome. We are awesome. Cody's mustache, which Cody. luckily he shaved that thing off. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> and then Fandango Wing. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> the award goes to Fandango Wing. Which I believe that also could have gone from, on for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Which I believe the Fandango also came from the New Jersey crowd after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Too, yes, so. yep. mad props to so them. So for them, Bravo crowd, definitely. Crowd of the they year. They deserve. They deserve a round of applause, yep. definitely. Uh, but I know we chose this just because not only wrestling fans and wrestlers started doing it. Everybody. Was yeah, doing it that. actually became like yeah. an kind of an instant success yeah. on yeah. like an overnight success on social media. Like there's a yeah. video of the uh-huh. Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders doing yeah. it. Right. There's, well, and, and I remember three of us were at Dreamwave yep. like the following weekend, um, one of my indie wrestling shows, and I remember we just randomly started doing it, and this one guy got so offended, like saying he was going to smash our phone or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, um, but it really was something that it's just fun. Mm-hmm. You just Very you just much. want it, you know. You hear the music and you just can't help it. Yeah. You gotta and, do it. And the crowd totally got behind him because of yeah, that. Yeah, it helped yes. him a lot. It yes, pushed his career so mm-hmm. much. It's not as it didn't uh, stick as much as like Daniel Bryan's Yes yeah. did, but you still hear him doing it sometimes, and uh, it definitely helped his career. I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go ahead and move on. And our next category is going to be Diva of the Year. Now, none of these ladies are Lita. I would just like to point that out. <laughs> Lita's my girl. <laughs> there will I'm never sure. be another one of her. But I'm sure she would have been on the list if she were still wrestling. I'm going to move on or there will be tears. All right. The nominees are Natalia, Caitlin, AJ Lee, Brie Bella, and Tamina Snuka. And the winner is AJ Lee. Yay! <laughs> Somebody and here's happy about that one. A little bit. 
I gotta say, I've kind of been up and down with AJ this year. Um, she's crazy, and then she's not crazy, but mostly she's crazy. And then she's been stealing um, good men. And she steals all my men all the time. That was last year. But she stole all my... She effectively stole every last one of my guys last year. So, but the one thing I cannot deny AJ Lee is her passion. Mm-hmm. I completely respect. She has... She's always been a wrestling fan. That's something we can all relate to because, yeah. you know... We, obviously, we know what that's like, or we wouldn't be sitting here doing a podcast talking about wrestling. But she is um, she's very passionate. She grew up a fan, and this is something she's always wanted to do, and it's a dream that she now gets to live out every week. So for that, that's one thing that I connect with is passion, because I, I'm a passionate person by nature. So okay. I'm... I'm glad that she's been successful. I'm glad that she can achieve her dreams. And, of course, she's had a very dominant year as, you know, the Divas champion for the second half of the year and still reigning now. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd definitely say uh, her – obviously, I just love her. But uh, (laughs) her her ring ability, her – she's very good on the mic, in my opinion. And as a character, she just – she's good. Yeah, she's crazy. But uh, she is. Uh, she backs everything up. She does. So yeah, I agree. I'm very proud that she gets to, you know, follow her dream. Of course, I just love her. So let's move on from there. Has he it's, mentioned that he loves her? It's kind of just a shame to me that they don't have more like her. Yeah. Um, because she's great at what she does and great on the mic, but she doesn't have anyone to really cut a promo with or, like, have. We'll a be good ve- match with. We'll be very long, and she will, because Paige is coming. Oh boy! Well, that's good because like that's good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Our next category is the yes, 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 yes. moment of the year, and the um, nominees are the Shield wins gold at Extreme Rules. Dolph Ziggler cashes in on Alberto Del Rio. John Cena defeats The Rock at WrestleMania 29. (laughs) And Championship Ascension Ceremony. And the winner is... Dolph Ziggler cashes in on Alberto Del Rio. Um, Personally, I did not get to see this because I was off at camp. Fail. Um, But I really wish I would have been there to see it because... Literally every pay-per-view, we were like, is he going to cash in? He's going to cash in. It wasn't, He's just, gonna cash it in. wasn't every pay-per-view. It was every, every week. Yeah. Every like, week, every, every time night. wrestling like, was on the TV. The two things were Dolph Ziggler cashing in and Randy Orton turning heel. And it was both at like the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, well, um, well, we both wanted it like, oh, to happen okay, at yeah. the same time. But, uh, yeah, I'm just really disappointed I didn't get to see it. So, you guys thoughts? <clears throat> well, uh, it was also the night after WrestleMania... It was with the New Jersey crowd, and uh, I think a, a lot of people thought that Ziggler was going to cash in at WrestleMania because he'd held it for that long. No one had cashed in at WrestleMania, so mm-hmm. it just seemed like he's going to do it. Well, he didn't. He did it the night after with the best crowd in mm-hmm. forever, really, and just the crowd reaction, like, so, <laughs> so happy. Yeah. We want Ziggler throughout that whole, the whole thing. They, I, they, they knew it was coming, and then it did. His music hit, and it was the biggest mm-hmm. pop of the year, mm-hmm. by far. And then he won, of course, the, the title reign was not what it should have been, but that night, 
was phenomenal. Yes, it definitely was. And I remember us all, like, texting or instant mm-hmm. messaging mm-hmm. each other, being like, oh, my gosh, it's finally happening, yeah. because it was such an anticipated thing. And mm-hmm. it was something that, you know, as as Frank the Tank kind of said, we were really... Almost every time wrestling was on, we were anticipating and hoping that he was going to cash in because he was so over and he was, um, you know, obviously someone we wanted to see hold the gold. Yeah. Anybody but Del Rio, in my opinion. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's well, the best part. He cashed in took not, the title. Of not Del Rio. anybody. Almost. But, uh, yeah, it could be worse, but yeah. it couldn't be too much worse than Del yeah. Rio, in my view. Great colleague, could win it. Stop. He already did. <laughs> he already has. Okay, let's 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 move on. No more. So Santino. Next is Please, no. our next category is feud of the year. There's been some heated rivalries of 2013. This is what we got. The nominees are AJ Lee versus Caitlyn, CM Punk versus The Undertaker, Dolph Ziggler. Versus Alberto Del Rio. Daniel Bryan versus The Authority and Randy Orton. And John Cena versus Daniel Bryan. And the winner is Daniel Bryan versus The Authority and Randy Orton. Uh, all these rivalries, very heated, uh, very personal, and a lot of back and forth, but Daniel Bryan and The Authority really. Uh, really made Daniel Bryan as a superstar that he is now and it's still somewhat it's still ongoing really it's it started uh even before SummerSlam if you count him and Vince McMahon kind of you know Vince McMahon not liking not not wanting him as the champ and then Triple H mm-hmm. and Stephanie carrying that on with you know the turning on him the cash in and then the fight the chase for the title that he he won twice, of course. The reigns were altogether like a day or something, but uh, still. Uh, and Randy Orton, I, I consider the authority and Randy Orton different things because he's not—he's not the authority. He just, you know, he's just—he's he, their he's, wacky. Yeah, he's their—he's yeah. their guy. But uh, Daniel Bryan and Randy Orton had a lot of good matches, a lot of main event pay-per-view matches, but. Uh, the feud's still ongoing, and I think it could go all the way to WrestleMania and stuff, so... Mm-hmm. Hope it does. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely something, like, a, a rivalry that you kind of got emotionally involved in. Mm-hmm. It was very much... And wrestling has always been about good versus evil, heel versus face. Mm-hmm. But this was this was such a pronounced, you know, Daniel Bryan, the good guy... Versus the authority or Randy Orton, depending mm-hmm. on who you're talking about, and of course the Shield being in there too, kind of doing mm-hmm. doing um, the authority's bidding. But it was something that was just very um, you just you just got involved in, you like felt it, and and when Brian finally you know like triumphed over them, maybe on Raw he was the guy who was you know standing tall at the end. You were. You know, it was it was just exciting. You went you went to bed happy that night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so it was just something that for the first time in a long time, I really felt like they were doing something spectacular. You couldn't wait to see what was going to yeah. happen next. It wasn't ho hum. Here comes Raw for three hours again. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, is Brian gonna finally exact his revenge on the, 
you know, mm-hmm. it's it's like, you know, sticking it to your boss, you know, or somebody over, you know, over you at your job or at, you know, where you're at. It's, it's something everybody can mm-hmm. kind of relate to and kind of brings back memories of the Stone Cold Steve Austin and yep. Vince McMahon rivalry mm-hmm. of the 90s. So I think people latched onto it, whether they were new fans or, you know, old school fans. I think people latched onto it for a lot of different reasons. And our next category is Breakout Star of the Year. Biggie Langston, Curtis Axel, Damian Tandow, Fandango, and Xavier Woods. And the winner is Biggie Langston. Um, we chose him. <laughs> um, we chose him just because he's he's really done a lot throughout the year. I mean, he's been prominent on TV all year round, and then. He started wrestling, and he just that delivers a finisher and really makes people look at him and they want to watch him just because he's he is a future world champion. Oh yeah, no doubt. I think he's really come into his own this year. Mm-hmm. I remember I want to say it was last year at Survivor Series. It was one of the shows I was actually at in person. They showed. This is so random, but they showed something from NXT, and it showed that Cena was there, you know, like, um, helping the guys, giving them advice, encouraging them to keep doing what they're doing. I remember Tyler Black, Seth Rollins was there. Mm -hmm. Um, It showed him, you know, saying how cool this was that the superstars, you know, came down and were willing to, you know, give them tips and, you know, lend their advice and... Um, but one of the things I remember seeing on that video was Big E Langston um, doing a max bench press of, like, 520 pounds or something like that. And he just did one rep, but it was phenomenal. Like, like I can max out at, like, maybe 110, you know? <laughs> so just to see him do that was, was mm-hmm. so cool. And then, you know, of course, when they brought him onto TV, it was... They brought him in as a, as a heel. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, when he first started, didn't... I, I wasn't into him. I I didn't get it. I didn't buy into the Big E Langston thing. But as the year progressed, he has really come into his own. He really has. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just because of his face turn and, you know, being the uh, the champion, the Intercontinental Champion, yep. yes? Yep. Brain lapse. <laughs> um, but n- not only those things, but just his character development. I feel like yeah. he has really become someone who you can get behind and believe in. Whether you like him or not, he's somebody that I think you can mm-hmm. you can react to you can have a, a feeling about when he's in the ring. So I think he was, a, he was a good choice for this, you know, and he had some good competition here. I think we had some good nominees. Mm-hmm. Um, all these guys, you know, Sandow winning the Money in the Bank, Fandango, you know, he beat Jericho at his mm-hmm. debut yeah. match, as we talked about. Xavier Woods is just an incredible competitor that yeah. we were, you know, so excited to finally see come to the main roster. And Curtis Axel, you know, third-generation yeah. Superstar, you know, lengthy reign with the intercontinental. Yes, title. and very respectable mm-hmm. reign with the Public title. Paul Heyman, which does yep. a lot for you. So definitely, yep. oh, always. Mm-hmm. So, but that's my take on Biggie Langston. I feel like he really has uh, progressed a lot this year. It's been kind of, it's been like watching a kid grow up, sort of. Mm-hmm. As yeah. funny as that sounds, <laughs> it really has been. So, all right, let's move on to the best title win of the year, and our nominees are. Dolph Ziggler wins the World Heavyweight Championship on Raw the night after WrestleMania. Curtis Axel wins the Intercontinental Championship at Payback. Randy Orton unifies the WWE Championship and the World Heavyweight Championship at 
TLC just a couple weeks ago. Daniel Bryan wins the WWE Championship at SummerSlam. And the Rhodes Brothers win the tag team titles on Raw. And our winner is... Daniel Bryan wins the WWE Championship at SummerSlam. And this was, for me, this was one of the, the most anticipated matches that I had seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Because it was Cena versus Bryan. And those are, you know, my, my two, probably my two favorites that are on the mm-hmm. roster right now. So just knowing that they were in a match together. Now, ten years ago, I would have been dying on the inside that my favorite guy versus my favorite guy was happening at the second biggest pay-per-view of the year. I would have been devastated, but... <laughs> Sorry, I would have been. <laughs> but this year, I actually had people approach me saying, like, oh, gosh, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I'm just going to enjoy it, you know? They're, they're so different, such contrasting styles, and just two very, very different individuals, inside the ring and out. And... um of course, the promo leading up to you know, which got one of our mm-hmm. one of our awards earlier. Just two very impassioned people who love the business and love what they do and are very good at what they do. Maybe in different ways, but both of them are very good at what they do mm-hmm. because you know their passion mm-hmm. is undeniable. So this was um, this was a big moment, um, and I remember as. You know, I knew I knew Cena was wrestling on borrowed time because I knew he had an injury that he had to tend to. So I knew he was going to be gone for a while. Um, and so as much as it kind of bothered me to see him lose the title, um, you know, Cena doesn't have to lose the title or have to have the title to be great to me. But just seeing him lose the title and knowing I wasn't going to see him for a while, that was hard. But I do remember just applauding and just, you know, Feeling so proud of of Brian for you know finally mm-hmm. reaching I mean reaching that status he's been the world champion and one of the best wrestlers ever but mm-hmm. to see him win the WWE title was so um, very exciting even though the night actually ended in tears yeah well I, I think part of the reason why it was such a big title one was because of the big celebration they gave him afterwards they had streamers he walked up to the camera and thanked his parents yeah. And, they just really made it seem like he had won. Yes. Well, that's because he did, did win. win. Well, um, until but, somebody decided to but, ruin uh, that for him. Yeah. I just remember watching it over here, and uh, he's been one of my favorites since I started watching uh, again. Um, but uh, And one of my favorites of all time. And then just watching it after, I think... I think by the time the match was over, I was on the floor um, in excitement, uh, trying to get as close to the TV as possible. Um, <laughs> but he yeah. wanted to give him a victory hug. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, with the like Joseph said, with the streamers and him just being so happy, it was just an awestruck moment, even though... Uh, I was still at that point hoping Randy Orton wouldn't cash in, even though everyone kept telling me it was going to happen. Um, but yeah, it was a great, great win. I actually yelled at one of our friends that night. <laughs> Legitimately, like, was really mad at him because he was right about Randy Orton cashing in, and apparently that gave me the right to blame the entire thing on him. <laughs> so, sorry, Brandon. <laughs> our next. 
category is Superstar of the Year. And the nominees are Randy Orton, Daniel Bryan, John Cena, and CM Punk. And the winner is Daniel Bryan. Yes! 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 yes. yes. Um, You're the guy. You did one. <laughs> jo- Sloppy Joe's always the guy. Um, but, uh, like I was saying earlier, Dana Bryan's uh, might be my favorite of all time. Um, and I'm really upset that they haven't given him the title for longer than two minutes. Um, or one oh, night. Um, but he'll eventually get there and hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll win the Royal Rumble and get a push at WrestleMania or something like that. Because um, he deserves it. He's a outstanding in-ring Talking, I mean, you name it, he can do it, probably, so. Yeah, I'm, I mean, he's the Dazzler. Yeah, <laughs> I I have to disagree. I think uh, Daniel Bryan is just a, a terrible <laughs> asset. Like, what he does, what he brings to the company, I it's not best for business. I personally think that uh, if he wins the Royal Rumble... I'll probably stop watching. I might as well just fire him now. That's it. This isn't even funny, dude. I can't even. You can't no, even I, joke like that. No. 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 Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. I actually. Uh, we will punch you in the every, face. Everything I just said is a completely lie. Yeah. Daniel Bryan is very, very deserving of Superstar of the Year. Not just because uh, he's my favorite and the best wrestler in the in the business is just the fact that the year he had was phenomenal. The crowd getting behind him. Uh, getting you know a good WrestleMania moment, not a 18 second uh, loss. <laughs> getting oh title shots, main events. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, having an amazing beard, and you know, <laughs> getting shirt after shirt, whether they be bad or bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or worse. I, I see, yeah. see what you did there. But it's uh, a goat. Uh, I actually didn't even. <laughs> bad. Yeah, that's good. But uh, high yeah. five. <laughs> That was that was good. That's it's like something you'd think of. Or no, 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 he's I not didn't that think smart. Of that True. Okay, we gotta focus. Yeah. So rude. I mean, we've talked a lot about Daniel Bryan on the podcast, and here there's not there's not you know all to say except that he's he's the best. He's the superstar of the year. He's had a banner year. He really has. He's the crowd has gotten so much behind him that you know of course we started off with him and Team Hell No, and then have gone to you know. Everybody just waiting for that moment when he finally wins the title, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. I just I just think of the guy that I you know watched so many matches of on the indie scene, not in person, mm-hmm. but you know, and seeing how far he's come, and it's such a well deserved thing from such a passionate and just kind hearted individual. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the mm-hmm. the one time I got to meet him was nothing short of a blessing. It was just so. It, I was having one of the worst days of my life, honestly. I cried the entire drive there and uh, went to the bathroom, cleaned up, and then went to meet him. This is a true story. And uh, just, I I think I paid him $5. He signed an 8x10 and took a picture with me for $5. Mm -hmm. After already having been on the WWE roster once, this was in between his stints in the WWE so, to me, nobody's more deserving of, you know, Superstar of the Year and the success that he has achieved this year. Coolest Gear of the Year. And the nominees are The Usos, 
Kofi Kingston, Rob Van Dam, and The Shield. And the winner is The Usos. Ooh! So! so. Yeah, we're cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we chose them just because their gear is unique and then the face paint that's. I don't know, everything about it is just really cool. <laughs> so, the yeah. bright colors cool. and the, you know, the, they're always coordinated and um, their entrance, too, I think complements their their cool gear and their, yeah. you know, um, flashy in ring style is very much complemented by their, uh, their entrance. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Definitely just whatever colors they're wearing, it just always, like, gets your attention and. I just thought this would be a, kind of a neat thing to, because this isn't something that I imagine WWE would do on the Slammies, and so it's not—it's something you take for granted as you know ring mm-hmm. gear, and you're like, that's pretty cool. So, Kofi, you know, RVD always got cool, cool gear, but uh, and the Shield's just unique because nobody else wrestles in you know vests and you know Under Armour and like uh, mm-hmm. boots and stuff. So it just pretty cool but the usos there no nobody wrestles in boots yeah boots are so <laughs> never worn yeah but uh nobody wrestles in boots funniest line of the year dusty Rhodes. and i'll be your huckleberry all night long brock lesnar paul say something stupid edge and see here's the thing you're not a dictator honey you're just a d- and Booker T. See, as managing, as managing manager of general, excuse me. As managing, said, super, wants to excuse me. As man- Paul Booker T. Just, just cannot <laughs> speak. <laughs> that is, that was actually sad to listen to. But the winner of funniest line of the year goes to Edge. Uh, with his. You're not a dictator, Hunter. You're just a dick. It's just... It's very funny. It was hilarious. Uh, he, you know, Edge, Edge doesn't come back often, but when he does, he always does something awesome. And that one... I just... I always remembered that line from that night. I just thought it was very funny. And, uh... Yeah, the... Brock Lesnar's wasn't on here so much for his, you know, his comedy. The fact that just it was the, actually the, funny. The fact that it was the most ridiculous, dumb thing I've heard in... <laughs> My life. He's a Neanderthal. We have to give him a break. But uh, that one's got to go to Edge. Yeah. Um, and I do love that we were able to get him on here as as rarely as we see him now. We were able to get him on here legitimately because mm-hmm. what he said was definitely worthy of, uh, you know, funny slang of the year. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, it's it's nice it's to have funny. him on here because I miss him. Yeah. That's all. I think we all miss him. No, I don't miss Edge at all. Get out. <laughs> All right. With all the drama going on, it's probably a good thing we're almost done, huh? (laughs) (laughs) We are going to move on to the most impactful finisher of the year. And the nominees are Big E Langston with the big ending, Roman Reigns with the spear, AJ Lee with the Black Widow, and Bray Wyatt with Sister Abigail. And our winner of Most Impactful Finisher of the Year is... Roman Reigns with the Spear. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I actually said 
once Edge is gone, this is kind of funny because we were just talking about him. I kind of felt like once Edge was gone, the only one who should use the spear is Christian, mm-hmm. you know, because of the connection that they had. And that's actually something we talked about in our last episode. Um, so if you haven't given that a listen, make sure you check it out. Yeah. Probably the best episode we've done, honestly. Yeah. Um, a lot of cool stuff in there. And it's but... Christmas. Yay! <laughs> okay. Um, but seeing Roman Reigns do the spear, it's it's very, um, mm-hmm. I don't know, I hate to say impactful, but it really is. It's just something that mm-hmm. he kind of hits out of nowhere. And um, I thought that was the RKO. Yeah, it's very powerful. Uh, I'd say, you know, there hasn't been a spear with, like, so much power since, like, Goldberg. It's just intense, definitely. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I, I, you know, the Black Widow is pretty good. I would not mind being put in the Black Widow by AJ. That would be... Okay. (laughs) Okay, we're supposed to talk about winners here. Uh, The... When Roman Reigns speared uh, CM Punk, CM Punk was going backstage to rescue rescue Daniel Bryan from the Wyatt family, and it literally came out of nowhere. We we didn't see them at all. We mm-hmm. didn't hear anything from the commentators about them, and that spear was probably one of the best of the year, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, in my opinion. I and it was so. just Ed awesome. would be proud. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's just it's a very it's very built up. They uh, have built the, built him doing up the spear a lot. Mm-hmm. The next category is match of the year, and the nominees are John Cena versus CM Punk on Raw, CM Punk versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania 29, World Heavyweight Championship Money in the Bank ladder match, Money in the Bank. The Shield versus Team Hell No and The Undertaker on Raw. Seth Rollins versus Daniel Bryan, Raw. And Rob Van Dam versus Chris Jericho, Raw. And the winners are Seth Rollins versus Daniel Bryan. Um, for this one, we had a really rough time. Uh, <laughs> he don't under- even know. That's, that's an <laughs> understatement. We were flipping coins. We were rolling, we raising our hands and closing our eyes and voting. Yeah. This was and a challenge, choosing Couldn't one. choose one. We even had a hard time breaking it down <laughs> just to these six. Um, but we ended up choosing this one because um, features well, two of our favorite guys and the in-ring work was incredible. Uh, Rollins' cells are as good as it gets. <laughs> yeah. Um, countless reversals, and it was just a really good match. And, I mean, the fact that this is... This had to be a blast for them. I mean... Oh, yeah. They've wrestled mm-hmm. so many times before, and, like, mm-hmm. to just to get to bring kind of the stuff they did in the indies and ROH, just to, like... Oh, my gosh. It had to have been so fun just to show the WWE Universe, like... What they can Yeah, do. this is what we can do, and, uh... I remember it was a poll. It was a fan poll to vote in which member of the Shield was going to face Daniel Bryan, and we're just like, no, Seth Rollins, please, because please, please. because it would just. I mean, it'd be great regardless, but that was just something we really wanted to see, and everyone got to see it, and it was very, very positively uh, acclaimed by fans and people. Like I remember hearing a lot of good mm-hmm. things, and like you said, this was really hard to pick, but just the wrestling and technical ability and just amazing spots in the match was just. 
So good. Mm-hmm. So again, if you find yourself with nothing to do, you should definitely look up this match on YouTube as well. Or even if, if you, you didn't see it, or if maybe you don't remember seeing it, this is something you will definitely not be disappointed mm-hmm. in. Uh, I know it's one that we've watched. You know, we we've chosen to watch again because it really was just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a match that a lot of people maybe had forgotten about. Because when you think match of the year, a lot of times you think a pay-per-view match mm-hmm. of some sort. And this was something that was just on a Raw. I believe it was in May. Yeah, and um, it was just something that, again, you know, like you were saying, was a pull. But just the fact that these two ended up in the ring together. Um, I think we all knew before the match even started that it was going to be something special. Mm-hmm. And it definitely was. Top to bottom was a very... Mm-hmm entertaining match that I think people are hopefully going to be talking about for a long time. I mean, I'd like to think that this one hasn't gone forgotten, but um, it it was kind of a more obscure match. You know, definitely wasn't a pay-per-view. It was just kind of there. Um, No rivalry attached Mm -hmm. to it. It just was... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hopefully there will be more to come between those two. Yeah, I, so. I definitely like to think that we will see more from those two together. So, yeah, there was the Ringside Radio 2013 End of the Year Awards kind of thrown together. But, uh, you know, a lot of work goes into doing all that. And we probably left out some things that you're like, wait, what? So let us know. Give us your thoughts, your opinions, and... Uh, We'll try and cover it on later episodes. Uh, hopefully your fan mail will be better than, than Frankie's here. He's just, you know, we let this guy on our show. He he calls this guy fat. <laughs> but no, I'm sure he'll be back. So thanks for joining us. You've been grateful, little. <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining us again for the, our awards. Hopefully we'll do this again next year and actually have you guys vote on stuff. But we... We kind of had to do that, and it was hard. Especially <laughs> match of the year. But, yeah, it was. It uh, was very tedious. Yeah. So, thanks for watching. Be sure to catch us on the next one around Royal Rumble, which we are pumped for, of course. Uh, I am Grim Chorizo. I'm Sloppy Joe. I'm Katrina Cena. And I'm Frank the Tank. Thank you for watching Ringside Radio. We'll see you in a few weeks. You've been listening to Ringside Radio. Be sure to like and subscribe and send any of your questions and comments to GrimChorizo at gmail.com.